Yeah, this is Terrell Jenkins. We're ready to start. Before we, before I start the next episode, before I start the next episode, I just want to um, just talk about something real quick. Um, this is crazy because this is this is going to be episode ninety-seven, and this has been a long time coming. This is crazy um, that it's been like this. You know what I'm saying? Um, been through all kinds of stuff going on, especially lately, a lot of family situations. Anybody that knows me knows the different things that's been going on. Uh, so the reason why I'm stopping this and you know before I start the show and letting everybody know is because n- not this Friday, but next Friday is my daughter's birthday. So we won't be having our show on Friday. We're going to do it on the Saturday. So it'll be Saturday the 18th. The significance of that is it's going to be our 100th episode, 100th episode of Relics on Sports Talk. And we've come from the bottom, and now we just having fun. We're here. You know what I'm saying? We're doing different things. So I just want to thank everyone early in advance just for preparation because that Saturday, not this one, but the one after, I want, we want to do something special. We've already started talking to the fellas, started talking about different things. We want to do something special that day. So we'll see if it happens. If it doesn't, Cool, whatever. We're still going to have a dope show because we have dope people that's involved in this. You know what I'm saying? It's not just me. Yeah, it's Relism Sports Talk, and I started it. But if you watched it from the beginning to now, you see it got better and better as more people were involved in it. So I know people try to give me credit for everything and whatnot, but it it takes all of us. You know, it takes a village to get it done. So... Thank everyone in advance, and I'm sure I'll be even more crazy on episode 100, but <clears throat> I think it's just a special because of all the stuff that's going on in my life, family situations, um, but you guys are my family. The people watching, the people that's on it, the people that support it, the people that comment, the people that share it, the people that buy merchandise, the people that just have involved themselves anything in it from either whether you're from the beginning or new people like Swole Daddy, you know what I'm saying, or the new people. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has a contribution to it, and we couldn't be anywhere without each one of us. So, first of all, I just want to thank everybody in advance because episode 100 is coming up next week, and this is my private one. So, and I'll have one more private one before that. It'll be 99. I might be even crazier on that. But um, thank you guys. Thank you everyone. Be ready. I'm letting y'all know in advance. We're trying to do a live show. So if we can, spread the word, get it already out there, and be ready next Saturday the 18th. Be looking for what we're going to do because we're going to try to do something dope. You know what I'm saying? We're going to try to do something dope. So, but on that note, <laughs> welcome back, welcome back, brothers on Sports Talk, episode 97. 97? What? Yo. My man Tommy's doing a Facebook page. Check it out. We might go Facebook Live on his joint. We'll see what's going to happen. The podcast, y'all listening to it on the car, stereo, whatever. Thank you. If you watch it on YouTube channel, see all our crazy reactions and me yelling at everybody. Cool. (laughs) 
But we taking on all comers. We taking on all comers. We've had some fair weather people talk about they're going to jump on. They were scared. We did get Ryan Swole Daddy, and I gave it to him last Raw episode. But he took it like a man because he's Swole Daddy. So I appreciate it. He's a huge addition to the show. Appreciate everybody. But with this day, tonight we're talking about the finals game two recap. Game three preview. NBA coaching big time story lines. We got a couple baseball picks and thoughts because I got to throw that out there because we get a new audience with all this stuff going on out here. Then we got NFL signings and non-signings. And then, of course, we got the NFL big time story lines. Tons of quarterback situations going on. Uh, stuff happening up to the minute happening right now. So we're going to get to all that, but we got to start with tomorrow's game. But before tomorrow's game, game two. Game two, people are, people, are, people are going crazy about game two. Stop it. Stop going crazy about game two. It is what I said it was. Golden State had to win. NBA knew Golden State had to win. The referees knew Golden State had to win. And I'm not blaming the referees for nothing. Golden State played a great game. But all I know is at the beginning of the game, throughout the middle of the game, it was relatively close. But Boston was getting no calls. And I'm not trying to be a homer. I'm trying to be realistic. And if y'all watched it, y'all can understand what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, Jason Tatum had a Jason Tatum had a bounce back game, which we knew he would. I knew he would. Y'all might not know that, but I knew it. But he, as a superstar, he can't get a call. My man can go to the rim and get banged around everywhere. He can't get a call. I don't know what it is about Jason Tatum, but he can't get a call. Um, but then you got guys like, I mean, it got so bad that the coach, when they do the little interviews, you know, <laughs> between quarters, the coach is out here running this mouth like, we, we playing through the referees, doing all this, and we can't get a call. He's out here saying all this stuff, and he said at the end of the game. So we know that something's going on. You know what I'm saying? And he got a technical during the shit. I mean, excuse me, this, this is the realism show, so I got to watch my mouth and everything, but. Even throughout the game, he was still doing the same thing. He was saying the same thing. You know, I understand. We're all humans. The crowd's going a certain way. You got a certain feeling. Sure, refereeing has to be one of the hardest things ever. If it's done properly. At least try to hide it. I remember watching the game and saying, okay, now watch. Once the game is over, once he pulled all the starters out, you can start seeing all these fouls. So at the end of the day, you can say, Oh, well, you only got this many fouls, and we got this many fouls. It's pretty close. No, it wasn't that close. The ending numbers might have been close, but when it really mattered, those numbers were not close. And if you watch the game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When Draymond Green, Draymond Green, who's on the same page as Lance Stevenson, uh, Dennis Rodman, all these kind of guys that, you know, just irritants, irritators, start problems, whatever. When he can get a, a, a technical, which he should have got more than one long time ago, he get a technical. And then another play where he pushes and whatever, they're going to talk about, oh, well, we have as the referees, we have to understand that he already, he already has a technical, so we can't, we can't give a double technical, which it would have been a double technical any other time. But we can't give a double technical now because that means he's starting out of the game. So what's that mean? He shouldn't have acted wrong the first time. We can't make we can't make excuses now because he made a mistake earlier in the game that you can't do the rules now. Come on, guys. Draymond Green, that game was an irritant. He was bullying. 
He was pushing. He ran over Williams one time for no reason. They caught a foul on Williams. I mean, come on, God. Even even somebody cheering for Golden State to win. You got to leak. You have to be for real. Come on. Come on, dude. And I'm not saying that cost the game either way, but it changes the game when all your stars have two, three fouls in the first half. That changes the way a coach has to play the game. And we come on, we know that. Come on, guys. We have to be for real when we talk about it. We know all this stuff the way it is. Money's on the line. Anytime money's involved, you got to worry about certain things. Sure. Big Al Horford only had two points. Oh, hold on. Big Al Hall of Fame Horford, swole daddy. Had two points. Um, well, he had two points, just like his two national championships in college. Because he might not get none in the NBA. <laughs> but, I mean, but Draymond Green get away with murder. And it got so bad, it was so relevant and so in your face, that in his press conference he said, he earned different treatment from the refs. Why? Why? Because you you allowed to cuss them out? He was cussing them out over and over and over again, not getting not getting anything called against him. I mean, it's unbelievable. You go you gonna throw him out when LeBron got his ring when he kicking it or whatever. That didn't matter then, though. It didn't matter then because LeBron had to get that ring. It was good for business to have that happen. It's not good for business for Golden State to lose right now. They know that. Golden State is a Golden State is a dynasty. This is money. They're looking at Boston like, first of all, you've got 17 championships, and you've got a young nucleus. Eh, you'll have your time. That's what they look at it. Just like they do the Heisman Trophy voting. Oh, he's a freshman or a sophomore. Eh, you'll have your time. Let the other guys get it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't front. Don't front at all. It's human nature, and that's the way things are. It's those hidden rules. Draymond Green got away with murder, and it's bullcrap. And I don't know how he can get away with murder. Anyway. But it's fine. Boston's fine. Boston's fine, just like I said, because Clay's not right. Whether Clay's rushing his shots, pushing too much, or he's just not clearly 100% back yet. You know what I mean? But the coach, I think the coach did... At first, when I was watching the game, I was like, yo, he didn't gave up. It's 10 minutes left. And I thought about it. And watching the game, I think the coach did right. Because by g- giving in and saying rest of his place, because if any of you watch the game, my guys, my two guys that I think mean the most in the whole series, Robert Williams looks hurt. And that makes me nervous. Robert Williams looks hurt. And if he can't be him, Boston might be struggling now. Boston might be in trouble. Um. And Marcus Smart, since game one, it seems like they're monitoring his minutes. Is he still not healthy from that series before and series before that? Probably not. Probably not. You see my man back there, Cole, and my mama over there. Love you, mama. Even though my, even though people want to forget you, I love my mama. I won't let nobody forget her. Anyway. There, mm, there's such another reason why the 18th means so much to me, too. To do something positive because the 18th is something bad in my life is going to happen. And I'm doing this in the middle of my show. I can't believe I'm doing this in the middle of my show. But, man, y'all can DM me, hit me up, text me, and I'll tell you exactly what's going on in my life. um, That my mom's going to roll over in her grave about. But, um, anyway, man, I'm not going to get too personal. But, y'all my family out here. Y'all the people I talk to and relate to, man. 
Y'all's what I got right now. Y'all's what I got right now. That's why I love you guys. Um, but Draymond Green, yeah, whatever, whatever, the coach, whatever, whatever, whatever. We'll see how it goes. Game three, who's it mean more to? At the end of the day, end of the day, game three means more for who? I think it means more for the Warriors. And I know that's that's kind of crazy to say because it's back in Boston. But if Boston wins game three, people are going to be like, oh, well, Boston was back at home, so they should win game three. But we'll see what happens with game four. You know, da 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 I'm saying game three more, more means more to the Warriors to win that game. Because if you go out and win game three, first game on the road, it's like, uh, game one was a fluke because we were up 15 after the third quarter. Huh. Then we hammered you in game two. Huh. Then we come on the road and beat you. You might break the Celtics' will. You might break their will if you win game three. And if you beat them kind of handily, Golden State might break their will. Seriously. And I hope that don't happen. Hope Boston comes out ready to play. Um, I think they're battle-tested. You know, but if they're bigs and Marcus Smart are injuries, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for them because Steph looks like he's trying to do something this year. If you look at his final trajectory, yeah, this is the highest he's ever been. You know what I mean? I've always been – I like Steph. I got a Steph jersey. I got Under Armour shoes. I like Steph. You know what I'm saying? My son had a game-winning steal and, and stuff all over his court at Fort Defiance. My son tore that court up. So I like the, the Currys and where they from and all that. I don't like him because he Dayton beat Georgetown. But anyway, I appreciate him, and I love Clay Thompson. And I got respect for Draymond from Michigan State. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind them at all. I don't mind them at all. But – I like Tatum. Anyway, Boston's a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hot. It seems like one game they look like trash, next game they look like gold. So, we'll see. Both coaches coming from the pop tree. And Pop has been known as the best coach in basketball for a long time. He might not be winning a lot, but he is a teacher and an instructor of the game. And you see Doku and Steve Kerr. You know what I'm saying? They both played for him. You know, so they definitely picked up some things. I mean, Kerr's been around the block. Kerr had all the people. Phil Jackson, all them played with Jordan. You know what I'm saying? So Steve Kerr's had all those. I know Brandon hates him. Um, I would have loved to see what Mark Jackson would have done with that team. But we couldn't get him. But I like Darvin Ham too. Anyway, whatever. So we'll see what's going on with that. Much respect to Boston for having the Brittany Griner t-shirts. What is going on with Brittany Griner? How is she still over in Russia? We ain't got her out yet over some over some weed, gel, something, whatever. We got the ball boy. You got the ball. You got D'Angelo Ball out there stealing stuff in China. And they kind of keep him forever. And then the president will get him to come out. But you can't get Brittany Griner, who played ball in Russia, to get out. Something's going on. Or somebody's not trying hard enough. Get it done. Get her butt back over here, yo. It's ridiculous, yo. Somebody needs to keep on spreading that word up. Free Britney Griner. You know what I mean? BG. BG. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll see game three tomorrow. I can't wait. Game three is going to have all kinds of big time storylines. It's going to be tons in it. They're going to be talking about it from now to then. It's going to be great. Um, so, when we get to the coaches in the NBA... My boys, my Lakers. We got Darvin Ham. He used to play for the Bucks. Um, hey, man, my man came out and said, you know, he loves Westbrook. He said he's one of the best ever. He had him in the audience. My man is in. He is intrigued with 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 uh, Westbrook. 
it's curious to me because now he's saying LeBron. And it's the second time now he was on the on the shot talking about. Oh, I played with the Warriors. Huh? I want to ride anybody's coattails to get another ring. Uh, LeBron. Now supposedly there's a trade, maybe something, maybe Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole. I'm almost to the point to say yes, take the trade, but I feel like we need to get like Kaminga, Wiseman, or Wiggins or somebody to go along with that. Because as Brandon says, Mr. Glass still plays for the team. And if he ain't going to be there, we need another forward or center or something on the team. But, hey, I'd be happy to get rid of LeBron. And if that meant him getting another ring with Steph and all them, I don't care. Because I'm always going to say, yeah, all your championships came with asterisks with them and superstar, all this crap. I don't care. I don't care. There's nobody that can argue with me anymore about LeBron and Kobe. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, stats are manipulated. I don't even care about that. But I'll take that trade, even though Clay's not 100%, or he's already overpeaked. I don't know. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole's okay to me. Um, I like his moxie. I'll take him. But the key is getting Kaminga, Wiseman, or Wiggins is the key for me to get one of them. And I'll take that trade all day long. We'll see what happens with LeBron. Bron. Quinn Snyder resigned. Danny Ainge, who built the Celtics dynasty. You know what I'm saying? Danny Ainge is kind of looking like Jerry West building something and going to another team. Danny Ainge built that. He tried to get him to stay. He wouldn't stay. Um, don't forget Dwayne Wade is what? Isn't he like a part owner in Miami? I mean, in uh, Utah? Swole Daddy said this time, we asked him about it on the Raw show. We said, what, what's Miami going to do now? What's, what's up with Miami? He said, it might be time to get rid of Spolster. Can Dwayne Wade swindle a way to get Spolster to come to Utah? And could he help? Donovan Mitchell and Gobert and whatever missing piece they need, get over the hump. We're going to save that for the Raw. Just like we're going to save the, the, the LeBron jump for the Raw. Because all that's going to be on Raw, fellas. We're going to be talking about that. Could Spolster go to Utah? Could he take somebody with him, like a butler? I don't know what their contracts are. we got to ask GM Tommy about all that kind of stuff. But we'll see. Michael Jordan and his Hornets. Um, Dan Tony, Mike Dan Tony, who was a bum for us because we didn't fit his scheme. But he has a meeting with Jordan for the head coaching job. Is that good for them? I say yes. Because when he was with Phoenix, look what happened with look what happened with Nash. Nash went stole two two MVPs from Kobe. Stole them. Because of the way their system was. Then he had James Harden and made James Harden a whole lot of money. And he made him look like he was such a super duper star. So you know what that means for Jordan's team. My boy LaMelo Ball. You put that system with LaMelo Ball, Gordon Hayward, and these cats out here? And what's the boy that used to be on Boston? The guy, the point guard out there too? I, don't, I can't remember his name. But anyway, that team with LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball could take that next step with D'Antoni. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he don't play defense like the other two guys, but he's a scorer and a passer. He's like a mix between Harden and Nash. LaMelo could be that guy. And I think that Tony would be the perfect fit. We'll talk about that on Raw. Because I don't think their team can win nothing, but their offense can make them watchable like, wow. You know what I mean? So we'll see how that goes. So as far as basketball talk, that's what we're going to do for tap basketball. We spent 19 minutes and 42 seconds on basketball talk. And we could spend so much more. But game three's tomorrow. That's going to make Raw real hype. 
So real quick, real quick with baseball. I'm down to two teams on each league. The Yankees, they won six in a row. They're up 102 run differential, seven and a half in their division. And I got them in the Astros just because that's the villain. That's the dark, dark nights. That's the, that's the, um. Darth Vader jumps out here. Duh, duh, duh. They cheating out here. And then the Yankees. I'll tell you what. The Yankees are going to go and get Aaron Judge locked up. Because y'all keep messing him up he, in the playoffs. He's going to be thinking about that money. And it's going to mess y'all up. In the National League, me and Brandon's boys, the Dodgers. Who we just <laughs> Who's lost two in a row now. And they only up two games. They only up two games on the Padres. The Padres got a roster too. But the Dodgers are 113 run differential over. Only two games up, though. My Mets, plus 76. Eight and a half up. And we winning right now, too. Let's go, Mets. If we get there, we ready, baby. And our pitcher's going to come back, too. But another thing that we brought up on the Raw show is Kapler, the national anthem protest. I ain't hearing no big-time news about it. The president ain't commenting about it. He ain't out here throwing stuff. Trump ain't saying nothing. Ain't nobody questioning nothing. This dude's just out here like, we ain't gonna protest. Ain't no problems. Why is that? Why Why is that? Why is the way talking about it? That's gonna be a question for Raw. Because I can say my piece, whatever, but it's gonna be better when white dudes say their piece. So I can't wait to hear what they say. And now here we go. Here we go to the big time story lines of the NFL. All right, Shaman, you hype because your boy Debo has came to camp. He's came to camp. Um, that's good. They'll probably get a contract with him. Signed. He's there. Other people are coming to camp, which is good. Um, and Rodgers came to camp, which is good. Um, DK Metcalf ain't at camp. What's that mean? What's that mean? My thing is with these pe- with these people, uh, my problem is I feel like they need to get to a salary cap max like the NFL does. I mean, like the NBA does. I think it has to be a max, whatever, whatever. And then if a certain amount of money or revenue is being put into the league, then you can adjust it year by year with the sport. Because I feel like we're always going to – somebody's always going, oh, it's my turn. Now I'm going to get an extra dollar or more than the highest person, and you shouldn't deserve it. And that's what the agents – Hey, I can't fault the agents because the agents are ready to get this money. Money, 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 money. That's what they're doing. So, I can't fault them at all. Debo, I think he's going to be ready to sign. I think he's going to see something with Trey Lance because I think Trey Lance is going to be a guy. Fantasy and reality. I'm putting it out there like that. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about them over my card nows. Um, DK Metcalf, he probably just coming out like, I need a contract or trade me because... I don't want to play with Drew Locke or Geno Smith or get a rookie the following year. DK Metcalf don't want that because I don't think DK Metcalf is that skilled. I think he's a good wide receiver. I think he's great at what he does great. But I don't think he has longevity to be great. So he's probably like got a window where he needs to be great. And if you got Drew Locke and Geno and then a rookie coming in, that's messing up his window. That's just my opinion. We'll, ask, we'll talk about it on the Raw episode. Um, another quarterback, Drew's boy, Derek Carr. Derek Carr said, I welcome Cap to come in. We get along great. He said, we get along great. Come on in. Probably because he saw their backup quarterback. was like, that dude's a buster, and he sucks. 
So we'll see. I got my money on him being on the roster at the beginning of the year. We'll see what happens with that. Another team, since we're laughing, let's go ahead and get up on Tommy's game. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. You so happy about Walmart buying the Broncos. But now, you want to know what's really funny? I saw the cheerleaders' costumes. They got their blue vests on. Talking about, give me a D. Give me a D. Here with their blue vests on. Talking about, yeah, costing cost, uh, cost all this stuff going on. Come on, man. They out here changing everything in their stadium. Now, when you go to the concession stand, you got to pour your own beer. You got to make your own popcorn. You got to make your own hot dogs. And then there's a guy standing there watching you. Make sure you ring up everything right. Come on, Walmart and Broncos. Anybody got time for that? But that's what you get when you get Walmart. And then the merchandise. Yo, the merchandise going to be out there. Ooh, like, ooh, what is that? Yo, what is that NFL logo? Ooh, is that official? Oh, that's Sam's Choice. Sam's Choice logo. <laughs> it's going to be a little faded. One of the letters might be bigger than the other letter. You know what I'm saying? The Wilson might have a capital S instead of a capital W. You know what I'm saying? That's Broncos for you, baby. Big D. Denver Broncos stands for big discounts at Walmart. Discounts. <laughs> we'll see how far that takes you. But speaking of taking you, um, nah. Well, let's keep joking. Let's keep joking. I joked on your team, Tommy. I'm going to joke on my team. The commanders. <laughs> the commanders are now putting out some notice saying, oh, we're going to announce our new fight song and our new mascot. What possibly could your new mascot or song be when your name is Commanders? Would you have some Contra beat? Remember the old Sega game Contra? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A. I mean, what's going to happen out here? There's an embarrassment to me. Embarrassment to no end, dude. It drives me crazy. Ugh. Ugh. But what's not an embarrassment is Aaron Donald getting two years, $60 million on his contract, yo. Which means I think the Rams are the favorites. I think they are the favorites over the Bucks, And we could talk about that on Raw. Um, but I think they're the favorites. One guy that is just retired, that's Brandon's boy, Fitzpatrick. Fitz Magic for the Dolphins when he was on my team for a whole two quarters. He was Fitz Tragic. But he's a smart guy from Harvard. I would like to hear him commentating. I think he might be good commentating. He's very smart, intellectual, and he does have kind of a funny personality. You know what I'm saying? If you watch some of his highlights, press conferences, and things like that, I, I'd like to see Fitz, Fitzpatrick do something in the booth. I'd like to see that. Uh, speaking of booths, as long as they ain't massage booths, it's okay because this guy, we had Deshaun Watson with 21 million. Off, 24 women offered $100,000 for each one of the 22. Now they're talking about 66 women. He asked for massages in a 17-month period. You like to get rubbed that much, homie? If it's just about sex, you can go find sex. You're Deshaun Watson, a professional football player who's a star. You don't have to go to massage parlor to get some sex. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if your mom didn't pat you on the head enough. She didn't rub your back and tell you she loved you enough. Or what happened. 
I don't know what's going on. Or maybe your great uncle did some bad things to you that you like to be rubbed. I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. But 66 women in 17 months? That's a whole lot of rubbing, homie. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a massage. I love one right now. Love one right now. But I'm not going to a massage parlor to get my rocks off. I'm going to try to get some aches out of my pain. I'm a 40-year-old man. Trying to get the aches out. Not trying to get the come out. I mean, come on, dude. Like, what are you doing? And now that Texas might be involved some kind of way? Enabling this to happen? We ain't got to worry about that because nobody enabled, nobody uh, arrested all the people for R. Kelly enabling him to do something. He's employed parents that he was sick with the little kids. Nobody arresting all these people. So I don't think we got to worry about the Texans, but Deshaun Watson, dude, like, I mean, everybody likes to be touched. Everybody likes to be rubbed. But you're Deshaun Watson, dude. You don't have to go about all these massage parlors. Even the Patriots owner did it discreetly. He only got caught because the place got raided for some other crap, dude. And he's like 70, 80 years old. He's been doing it for years. Come on, bro. Sean Watson, I don't know. You might mess up everything I've said about Cleveland. Which goes back to what I've always said is, Baker needs to be there and be signed at least for this year. To prove something for him and to help the organization get to having Deshaun feel some. I mean, Watson. You know what I'm saying? He has to be there. And Baker should look at it like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make y'all massage me, mug. Because Cleveland ain't got no choice. Cleveland ain't got no choice. If Cleveland is smart with the, with the roster they have and the situation they have in that division... You better go get it now. You better go get it now. Because when Ravens get their act right, if they do sign Lamar and actually get a team for him, knowing they spent all this money on him, Cleveland is young and loaded. And Pittsburgh, how long is Pittsburgh going to be down? That organization. Your window's like this big, Cleveland, because you still are Cleveland. You better get it right this time and let Baker be there and let him showcase what he can do. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, another team that has to showcase what they can do this year, Miami Dolphins. Let's bring this team. Can I just ask one question, though, man? Y'all just announced that Chase Edmonds is the number one running back. So he's ahead of Mostert and Sonny Michelle. All I'm going to say about any of that is zero in fantasy. <laughs> zero. I'm not taking none of y'all. Nobody should take any Miami Dolphin. Running back in fantasy, unless your team is just just destroyed with injuries, or you had drafted horribly and you got to take a flyer, because their running game is. Speaking of running game, now nah, I won't say that, but look, we talked about it on the raw episode. Frank Gore, number three runner of all time, all time. Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? And I'm going to pause real quick for one of of my sponsor's commercial breaks, which I never do because I'd be so into it. We're 31 minutes into it. I'm just doing a commercial break. But we're going to do a commercial break right now, and we're going to get back to see if Frank Gore is the first ballot Hall of Famer. Welcome back, Relative Sports Night, episode 97. The answer is no. The answer is no. No, 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 no. Just like I said about Adrian Peterson, doesn't matter. Adrian Peterson would be a higher 
uh, round Hall of Famer than Frank Gore. Longevity doesn't matter. It's about what sticks in your mind. What sticks in your mind, dude? Adrian Peterson, you remember him running through. You remember things. I didn't even remember Frank Gore was in the Super Bowl. Sorry to hurt your feelings. I just did. <sighs> Speaking of people, I'm sorry to hurt their feelings. Jalen Hurts. Good job, Jalen Hurts. You had a walk-off home run in the Celebrity Baseball game. Good job. You're not going to have a home run in the year this year. Everybody's thinking that having A.J. Brown now is going to be the reason why you step up and do big things. I'm here to tell you no. Because I watched you at Alabama where all the resources in the world are there. And you still lost your job. So what makes me think that you get A.J. Brown is going to help you beat a second place division schedule? I can't see it, man. If people are thinking this dude's a sleeper quarterback in fantasy. That's going to be the reason why y'all lose and the reason why I win again. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And I'm not saying that Kyler Murray, who was my player last year, is the guy to pick. I got some people in my mind that I think that people are not sleeping on. And then one person that's a little higher rated that I might jump up early to get because champions think about some things. You know what I'm saying? That's what we did. All right, before we wrap it up, guys, before we wrap it up, this could be something else to jump on for the Raw episode, guys. It's some free agents that are still out there. I want to know where they should go. I'm going to tell you where they should go now. Y'all rebuttal me on Friday or rebuttal me in the comments. The first one was in Dominican Sue. I was going to say the Rams until Aaron Donald got his, his deal. Um, we saw we saw the Bucks get my man from Chicago, so Sue's gone. I say go to the Saints. Go to the Saints. That Saints defense is loaded. You're going to in, in that division with Tom Brady and the Saints and the uh, Bucks. I say go to the Saints and Dominican Sue. Odell Beckham. The Rams want you back. I don't know how much money you're going to get to go back there. Cleveland wants you back. But if Deshaun Watson's still getting rub downs, you don't want to go back there with Baker. That ain't going to never work. So my other choice was Dallas. Dallas is there with C.D. Lamb. There's no other mouths to feed but you. I say go to the go to the Rams or Dallas for Odell. We talk about Julio Jones. Obviously, the Titans move past you. They got asthmatic trailing Burks or whatever. I'm asthmatic, so I can say that. It's kind of like a fat dude saying, that girl's fat or that dude's fat. When they're already fat, you can get away with that. He's asthmatic. I say go to the Colts with your boy Matt Ryan. You ain't got to be the number one because Pittman's going to be the one. But who's the two? I mean, there's some guys there, but eh. I say go join the Colts and try to and try to do something. That's my pick. We'll see what they say on Raw. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, what you going to do? I had said the Browns first because Amari Cooper's there and some other guys. but And it could work with Baker still there, maybe. But I also said the Titans. Why not? He could slide in between those two big stud receivers. Uh, you know. Or I said Washington. What's Washington got? We got our rookie. And I love our rookie. Me and Brandon will talk about him. And then, you know, McLaurin. Why not? Washington. Will Fuller's my last one. Will Fuller's my last one. My number one pick for Will Fuller was the Packers. Why not? I know he's injury prone. I know. But when he's right, he's right. He, when he's right, he's right, and I think he can help Aaron Rodgers. I said the Packers were the number one, 
Cleveland was my number two just because of the camaraderie he had with Watson. But if Watson ain't going to be there, I don't know what's going to take a one-year deal with Aaron Rodgers try to win and then go with Watson. I don't know. But we'll talk about all the free agents like that on, on Raw. Um, we're running long on this one. Sorry, we're running long. The last thing I want to talk about is something crazy. This is for you, Big Swole, Ryan, and or your wife. Who's, his wife is one of the JMU women's golf coaches. She played at Mississippi State, too. D1 athletes out here, you know what I'm saying, trying to get her on the show. But this Live Golf, this Live Golf, is trying to, it, they're taking over. It's like the NWO taking over WCW. Live Golf is, is NWO over PGA, which is WCW, yo. PGA is losing players. Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, a couple players like that. But let me tell you why. I was going to ask him why I was going on, but a little digging into it myself. In the PGA Tour, if you're in an event, the last place finisher gets zero dollars. And this Live Golf, the last place finisher, the last place gets $120,000. Call me a loser. Call me a loser every event. Every single event, call me a loser, laugh in my face. I'll put a loser bumper sticker on my car. Call me a loser because I'm getting 120000 every every tournament to play a sport. Really? Really? Come on, man. I would do that every day of my life and be a loser. I'd be a loser all day. But thank y'all so much, man. Brothers of Sports Talk, episode 97. I know we went a little long. This Friday night, Raw, we got the fellas on. And then the week after that, on the Saturday, is our 100th episode. We're doing big time, big time storylines and big time things because much love for everybody. Love for the support. Thank you so much. We're taking on all comers. Taking all comers. Subscribe. Merchandise. Personalized. Hit me up. I got three shirts to make today. Holla back at me. Thank you, guys. Love y'all.